folks, welcome to today's podcast. I'm sorry I did not post Tuesday, but this is the makeup. Today I'm going to be basically recapping the games. Yes, John Rudolph is not here to talk about the games, but your fan favorite, Gio Kanyas, is here to talk about the games today. Also, real quick, we did hit 1,000 plays. I know it happened like some weeks ago, but I totally forgot it to mention up, but we got 1,000 plays, guys. That's great. Um, no, I'm still not giving the giveaway. We have to hit 100 followers on Spotify before I do give a giveaway. But, you know, I did promise a giveaway, so maybe. Watch out. But anyway, I'm going to recap the games. More of the important games. <clears throat> maybe not, like, the games that didn't really matter. But starting off with the Thursday night game. Well, the Falcons traveled into um, – traveled – it was – I'm sorry. It's a home game. Jeez, what are you thinking? This – the Saints traveled into New Orleans. I'm <laughs> the Saints traveled into Atlanta. I'm sorry, guys. I am. By the way, I just finished finals for school, so I'm pretty happy about that. You know, got those out of the way. But anyway, it, you know, uh, Atlanta went in. Oh my God, the Saints went into Atlanta to play the Atlanta Falcons, and this was a big, big game for the Atlanta Falcons, especially trying to. Well, I mean, not keep their playoff hopes alive. They're, they were sitting at an eight, what a seven and five record. You know, they feeling pretty confident, but they needed something, and so they went on to beat the Saints actually twenty to seventeen. Uh, Matt Ryan, not the prettiest game, threw for three interceptions. He did throw a touchdown, and a guy who's been very quiet this season by the name of Julio Jones. Um, if he was on your fantasy team this year, kind of sucks for you because he doesn't. Put up that many touchdowns. He did have 98 yards for five receptions. But, I mean, this is a Falcons team that, one, destroyed the Cowboys' chances of ever making the playoffs. Two, just beat the Saints. Like, the Saints. Like, the, I mean, the Saints, don't get me wrong, are still a Super Bowl contender. But after seeing this game, the Atlanta Falcons can run the table in the playoffs. Now, they're not going to get the fifth or, sixth, fifth or fourth seed. They're going to get the sixth seed. Best. I hope the Cowboys do, but you know, the Falcons are probably going to get that. So, if you're a team of maybe the Seattle Seahawks, the Minnesota Vikings, um, the, the Carolina Panthers, especially Carolina, the Falcons could run this table. So, a very, very important game for the Falcons to move it on. The next game I want to talk about is the game I know you're going to be like, oh, falling your eyes. They beat a 2 and 11 team. Yes, I get it. The Cowboys did beat a 2 and 11 team. But the Cowboys made a statement on Sunday. I mean, yes, they're beating a Giants team that, oh, my God, where's my Chicago Bears when I talked about the trash can? Yeah, the, the, I mean, they're basically the Chicago Bears right now, trash. Um, so, but the Cowboys made a statement, and this is I, – I know this sounds ridiculous, but the Cowboys went in with – you know, they beat the Redskins 38-14 to the week before, but they, they came in – after that, Ezekiel Elliott's special going 0-3, and now are 2-0 after the Thanksgiving Day game. Now, yes, they haven't played the best opponents. They played the Redskins and the Giants. Give me a break. Those teams, too, are like, go to your kitchen, open the trash can, you'll see the Giants and Redskins there. But the Cowboys, looking at, like, the rest of their schedule, they have one game without – one more game without Zeke. That's also a Sunday night game against the Oakland Raiders, 5.30 Pacific time, uh, 8.30 Eastern time. But – you know, they could really run the table. Now, like I was just talking, the Falcons are another team that can easily run this table. But the, the Cowboys, look at, like, Rod Smith. I mean, the guy had 116 total yards for, I think, two touchdowns, one rushing, one receiving, which is an 81-yard receiving touchdown. 
But really, if they make it to the playoffs with a f- like, this secondary is looking good. Like, I mean, you got Jordan Lewis, Cheeto Wuze, and Xavier Woods looking great. And then you're looking at Sean Lee. Sean Lee had 18 tackles this game. I mean, impressive. So, I would be concerned. I'm not saying they're going to be a Super Bowl contender. We're looking at Ezekiel Elliott coming back. They could run the table. Another team, now, these are a lot morning games, but the Lions played the Buccaneers. Now, I know another team that you can open the trash can and look, and you'll see them in there. But the Lions are trying to keep their playoff hopes alive. If the Lions would have lost, Cowboys would have easily taken their spot. And this was a big game. Now, the Lions didn't play the prettiest of games. I will admit they didn't play the best of games. But, you know, Matthew Stafford has been this player who got his max contract, I mean, like, what, 100 30 million dollars he hasn't really showed up and now he's starting to show up late into this season now the problem with the lions though is they're not like the cowboys where they have an ezekiel elliott i can't say about receivers because eh, golden tate's here and there but as the lions this was a must need win because now you're sitting at the ninth seed but the lions if there's if you wanted to compare the cowboys and lions chances of making the playoffs i'd probably put the cowboys over now yes the cowboys have lost to the packers and falcons which Kind of helps the Lions in that situation. And the Lions did beat the Packers. But, I mean, it's just, you know, they're a team that, like, is good and then bad and then good. So, a good win for them. The next team, I know, I'm going through all these 10 a.m. games. Like, who honestly cares about 10 a.m. games? But, anyway, to continue, the Raiders went on to the Chiefs. Now, who would have thought a team that was 5-0, just great, was now sitting at a must-win 6-6 game. I mean, no one would have thought of that. Like, oh, 5-0. And then they go on to lose five of the six next games they play. Who would have known this must have been a must-win for the Chiefs? Well, the Chiefs did come out alive. And this is just a tip for Raiders fans. I mean, you better hope they're going to Oakland because this team was amazing last year. Like, you're telling me... they. I mean, if you remember, they were like... Derek Carr getting injured was like, oh my god. Like, if they had him, I, I could have seen them go to the Super Bowl. They're here this year, now sitting at 6-7 and seven record, playing the Cowboys next weekend, and you start to think, these playoff hopes are starting to drift away. Like, so, the Chiefs are must-need win. They do play San Diego this weekend, so if you want to watch some good football, that is on Saturday at 5.30 Pacific time. I know the Saturday games aren't that good, but if you want to watch some quality football defense, great defense versus a great, I can't say good offense, sorry. Sorry, Chiefs fans, but you're just not a good offense. If you want to see that, just watch good football. You'll have Saturday and then Thursday. I mean, hmm, psh, trash. Um, but Saturday football, we got some great Sunday football, so just let's continue with these recaps. Sorry. Anyway. The 49ers. Now, the 49ers are an interesting team because ever since Jimmy Garoppolo started, they've been 2-0. Who would have thought? Now, I'm not saying Jimmy G is the best quarterback in the NFL, but for them to win two games with him, that kind of gives you some motivation going into the future. Yes, they're already eliminated from the playoffs. There's no way they can make it. But that is to give you some good hope. Going into this draft, there's a guy named Saquon Barkley. Uh, please get him before the Giants do. Um, and... He's a great running back. I mean, yes, you have Carlos Hyde, but Saquon Barkley can really change your offense. So, I mean, the 49ers do have a bright future. So, I'm, I'm just going to say that, yes, it was not a must-needed win game, but it showed that Jimmy G is 
means something to this text. I mean, San Francisco team. Sorry, guys. Next game, we have the Packers versus the Browns. Why are we even talking about this game? Oh, why are we talking? Like, okay. So, I was really into this game. The Packers were sitting at 6-6, six and six, and this was a big game because the Lions, the Cowboys, the Packers kind of had the edge and the Lions had the edge over the Cowboys. But this was a three-way tie. So, if the Packers and Lions would have lost, Cowboys would have then bumped up to math, 7th. Wait, 7th. 8th. Wait, 7th. 8th. 8th. Which would have only put them one game behind Atlanta. Now, they still won. So, the Cowboys still won. But the Packers, wow. They they survived. They're lucky they survived against the Browns. They almost lost to the Browns. This was a must-need win against the Packers. And now you have Aaron Rodgers coming in next week. I mean, this team, if I would have to favor them over the Cowboys and Lions, I would definitely take my bet over the Packers, over the Cowboys and Lions. Because, one... They beat the Cowboys, and all they need the Lions to do is lose next week. With Aaron Rodgers, I would not want to face Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs. I don't care what their record is. It could be 8-8. Eight eight. They are going to be a scary, scary team. Okay, next game is the Vikings versus the Panthers. Now, this was a big game going in for this kind of spotting where they'd be. The Vikings were a 10-2 team going into this game. They looked like the... Favorites, they they did end up losing thirty one to twenty four, which is not the best because you're looking at the Vikings, a team that needed a win, obviously, because if the Vikings would have won, they would have been bumped up to the second seed, which then or you know, would have kept their first seed, and then the Eagles, if the Eagles lost or won, they still would have kept their second seed. Our first seed. So this was a big game. They ended up losing, which is not a good thing now looking at the Vikings because, I mean, the Vikings still sit at number two or number three, but this Panthers team looked amazing. And this Cam Newton looked like an MVP Cam Newton. So, I mean, also another team that could easily run the table. Now getting to the game that had everybody excited and had a very, very sad loss by the name of Carson Wentz, who actually did tear his ACL. I hope his recovery is safe and everything. But the Eagles came into this game a fan favorite. I mean, obviously. The Eagles ended up winning 43-35. The big story is Carson Wentz has torn his ACL and is completely done. Like, he, he can't even come back. Even if they make the Super Bowl, he can't play. The good thing about this for the Rams is, yes, they lost, but you're not going to have to go into the playoffs where you're not going to have to worry about the Eagles. I mean, yes, you'll still have to worry, but you're not going to have to worry about an MVP candidate or MVP favorite, Carson Wentz. The Rams could easily go into the playoffs and sweep the Eagles in the division round. I'm not even joking. The Rams are a, such a great team with a great defense. Jared Goff looking like a stud. I mean, everyone talking about him being a bust last year? Forget about it. He brought this team to a 9-4 record. And, I mean, you know, it's, it's a rim for both teams. Yes, on the stat sheet, it's going to show wins for the Eagles. But, in reality, this Rams team could get further than the Eagles because of a Carson Wentz injury. Next to the Seahawks and Jaguars. This is, like, absolutely biggest game of the week for Many reasons, one for the Dallas Cowboys, one for the Detroit Lions, and one for the Green Bay Packers, and one for the Atlanta Falcons. The Seahawks did not look like the Seahawks this week. They, the, besides the third and fourth quarter, they looked nothing like the Seahawks. The Jaguars explo like, exploited the missing details in the Seahawks, which is K-1 
K.J. Wright, I mean, sorry, which is the missing of Richard Sherman with the missing of linebackers just not healthy, for instance. Um, for instance, um, why am I blanking out his name? Bobby Wagner. These missing guys, if, if, if they would have been there, it would have been a whole different story. But with them out, same with Cam Chancellor, with them out, this has really shown that even a Jaguars receiving core can do something on this Seahawks defense. Seahawks, they're going to have a tough schedule looking forward. You're looking at a, um, this week, the Seahawks play the Rams. Then they play the Cowboys with Ezekiel Elliott back. So they have two tough games coming up. And if the Cowboys and Rams do the same thing they did against the, um, do the did the same thing against the, what the Jaguars did to them, the Seahawks might be sitting on their couch during the playoffs. So, Yeah. Next, the Ravens and Steelers, and this is a finish off, finish off our show. The Steelers go in to win, but the Ravens, they're running the table this year. That's all I have to say. So if you're a Ravens fan, keep your hopes alive. As always, guys, it is your host, Jude O'Connor, signing off as always. And I will see you guys tomorrow for talking about will Nick Foles lead the Eagles to maybe Super Bowl?